Here we go, previewing week two of the NFL season, minus our six-pack of picks from Thursday's program. Go check that out if your team is not covered on today's show. And, of course, we've got to review and talk about what we saw with Thursday night football and Justin Herbert's rib injury, which could be catastrophic and just uh, such a fun league because every single week there's something that is so unexpected that happens in such great matchups every single week in the NFL, as was Thursday night football to kick off Week two, right now. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson here with you as always at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Feel free to drop us those Twitter questions for next week's Twitter Tuesday episode and think of it, you know, while you're watching the game, something comes up, you want to talk to us about, hit us up there, put us put in the comments on YouTube or whatever streaming platforms you happen to be watching peacock and williamson on thanks again for making us your first listen every day here on the locked on podcast network your team every day is what we do and we will continue to come at you every day on the locked on podcast network and don't forget your team is covered right here as well after you finish listening to us on the national show talking about all the teams in the league and previewing these games today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game Starts. And speaking of bet online, I came out okay with my pick of the the Chargers taking some points there, thanks to just <laughs> a, a heroic throw from Justin Herbert late in that game. I think we've got to start there with the Justin Herbert injury before we talk about the rest of the game and the score and the implications there in the AFC West with the Chiefs beating the Chargers 27-24 Thursday night. And when when Herbert went down with that injury and it looks like some sort of a a rib injury and he's already had his x-rays but you know they're saying he's okay i'm I'm not sure what that's looking like but matt uh how i I was screaming at the tv like he's hurting the team now he can't play he's you know why he never even went in the tent like put some tape on it or something (laughs) rub some dirt on it at least right like it was nothing and then came back in the game again and didn't run didn't couldn't throw the ball and you're like, oh, man, he's at least get Chase Daniel in that can throw right now because yeah. there's no way they're going to be able to come back and win this game. And then all of a sudden he throws a dart down the field out of nowhere. And it's like, what? Where the hell did that come from? Uh, just an amazing throw and a crazy game. But in the end, it was not enough. And now you worry about Herbert long term. Does it potentially derail his entire season? Yeah. And fortunately, he's got 10 days until the next game. So and injury news can be a little foggy on those, those long weeks sometimes from teams. Um, when he didn't take the first down that you or I could have picked up, you know what I mean? Just, just run, slide first down, and he throws it in the in the uh, uh, into the sidelines. I'm like, wow, he must be in serious pain. I mean, does he have internal bleeding? I mean, what's going on here? Because every quarterback in the league would have at least got the first down slid. I'm like, is there something wrong with his mind? I, I mean, that, that was I, I couldn't believe it. And then the next throw. He puts the football through the keyhole. I mean, the perfect, perfect throw that three, four, five guys on the planet can make. You know, I mean, unbelievable. Um, a great football game. I don't have a lesser um, analysis of either one of these teams. 
Some of the guys that showed up big, of course, were Mike Williams. Second week in a row, I'm kind of buying in on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, and then I thought a, a real – the pick six was really the play of the game, of course. And, th- you know, that was a game changer. But the injury no one's talking about is Corey Lindsley, the center, went out of this game. And everyone's focused on Herbert now. I didn't even look today how bad Lindsay's injury was. But the, the, the offense couldn't protect nearly as well when he went out. And I was really focusing on Chris Jones, who's a just a miraculous football player, too. Zion Johnson ate him up. And then they finally took Jones and put him on Filer, the other guard, and he ate Filer for lunch. So that was a big turning point of the game, too. I'm glad you brought up Lindsley because I saw a stat that when he was in the game versus when he was out of the game, the air yards went from like eight and a half yards per throw to three something yards. Wow. That, that adds yeah. up to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's exactly what it looked like. Right. And so that, that completely adds up. And so that might be a problem there. And of course you're getting your quarterback hit if the pass protection is worse. So um, you, you hope that, I mean, Justin Herbert's so fun to watch Patrick Mahomes. I mean, also fun to watch two of the best throwers of the football on the planet in that game, which is what makes it so fun. And it looked like the chargers were going to run away with it and were in total control. And then all of a sudden uh, they came, the, uh, the chiefs came roaring back in this one. And in the end, but they did cover great job, Justin Herbert. I mean, (laughs) the folks that had money on that game, do you just like, how do you repay Justin Herbert for that? Right? Like just, you, you can't ever say a bad word about him again. I had the over, so I wasn't thrilled. It was a big over in 54, and I was a field goal short of tying. You only say bad words about Justin Herbert now. (laughs) But, no, great game. Um, We got a ton to get to, but, I mean, these teams are fun to talk about. I think they're in the elite tier with the Bills. It's an important game, too, because getting any win you can to get that advantage in the AFC West is going to be important. So the Chiefs starting off 2-0. and They've got a little bit of a new-look offense. Uh, it started slower than it did against the Cardinals. The Cardinals, obviously, a lot better defense. They're playing with the Chargers there. I'm no, not worried at all about the Chargers no. if, if Justin Herbert is healthy. But that is a huge worry if he is not healthy. If you start losing Keenan Allen, then you lose Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. It's not like they were running the ball great either. So... That's big news, and we'll cover that, uh, obviously, after the weekend. We'll have a, a lot more clarity on Justin Herbert and, and his situation. But, man, when you look at what Herbert's done over the course of the last – I was going to bring it up on yesterday's show when we were previewing the game a little bit, but uh, or on Wednesday's show, but Herbert's 1,100 yards in four games against the Chiefs, and now he's up to uh, you know 1,500 yards. Wow. <laughs> in <Pretty> five <laughs> games. And, you know, That's not so and, bad, yeah. And 13 touchdowns to three interceptions, I believe. Is, wow. He's at now. Wow. Uh, last nugget, I mentioned how they moved Jones around. They must have made some adjustment to take away Mike Williams because he was destroying them in the first half. And then that's the guy you couldn't allow, let beat you with Keenan Allen out. And they finally put the clamps on that a little bit. Game ball goes to Jalen Watson, though. That uh, yeah. came out of nowhere, a player I know I knew very little about. He was almost out of football not long ago, and makes the play of the game a ninety-nine yard interception return for a touchdown that uh, that really won that game for the Kansas. Huge. Okay, let's finish up the uh, the rest of the previews. Make some picks for Week Two of NFL football. I'm sure there's a ton more great games on the schedule, and I can't wait to check them out. Uh, But first, I want to let the folks out there know about Turo, the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts across the United States, Canada, and the UK. Uh, For just about any 
occasion or budget you can go get that fancy luxury car for a special event surprise your friends rolling up in a uh, a lambo i don't know if uh, if someone has a hosts a lambo in your neighborhood but whatever <laughs> folks have that, that are hosting you can find it and you know in the bay area here I mean, i've looked at the turo the turo.com and there's some crazy cars that you could go find and and take for a spin uh, and, and maybe if you want to check out that new EV, the electric vehicle, or, or you want to test drive a car for a couple of days rather than just taking it around the block at the dealership before you make a purchase, find affordable economy cars as well on a budget. You just need to get from point A to point B. You can find those cars at Turo, a spacious SUV or minivan for that family road trip. Whatever it is, you can find a car from a local host at Turo and many hosts on Turo can deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Ditch those boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen. Make sure for your second listen, you're checking out all the host of shows here along the network. Your team is covered. Locked on NFL Draft. Uh, Locked on 49ers. If, you, if, you, if you're a 49ers fan, check it out. I'm doing that one daily as well. And, of course, Matt's doing Locked on Dynasty Football right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. All right, here we go. Matt, fast and furious throughout yeah. the, the rest of the games in the weekend. I don't know if you have big feelings about Jets at Browns. I do, uh, I, believe it or not. Okay, I, I'm glad to hear him because obviously the Jets laid an egg in week one. The biggest takeaway I had from the Jets is Joe Flacco is not going to take this team anywhere. Uh, the game script also hurt because it was just, you know, how many teams win when they're forced? I'm sure the game plan for the Jets wasn't, hey, let's come in and throw the ball 59 times in week one. That'll probably be our recipe uh, to win. 59 pass attempts, one touchdown pass for Joe Flacco. But Brees Hall, the running back, hasn't really taken over the top job there. And that's a little bit surprising to me, just from sort of a fantasy note and just a you know roster-building note. They have so much young talent. We need to start seeing that young talent start making big plays and, and making waves in the NFL. Yeah, that is a little bit of a shock. I mean, wonder if it's protection. I also think Michael Carter is a good player. I mean, there were some Austin Eckler comparisons to Carter. You can see that as a... A lighter version, but I I, th- I think they have a very good backfield and they'll complement each other. I wonder if Hall will ever become the true bell cow. Um, I've been studying the Browns a lot because the Steelers are going there next Thursday night, so I really started my prep. And I just felt like watching the Browns in week one, all they wanted to do was hide Brissett. You know, I mean, chub, chub, a little bit of hunt, more chub. And the Browns will probably beat the Jets in Cleveland, just handing it to chub over and over. I just don't think they'll beat him by six and a half. Six and a half is the line. The yeah. home team Browns favored. I'm actually going to uh, give up those points and take the Browns at home. Mm. Six and a half. I do think the Browns can win this one by a touchdown. I just need to see something at all from the Jets. And, and right now we have not seen that yet. I will say from the young players and the rookies and, and the talent there, Garrett Wilson did look like the real deal. Oh yeah. He was on the field a lot, but again, you know, 59 pass attempts. I don't know what that's going to look like and how all the targets are dispersed with the Jets offense, but at some point you have to start seeing something that, uh, that looks, uh, I don't want to say conventional, but you just have a good feeling about, okay, this is the Jets. Now this is what they look like. This is what they're trying to do. And I still don't know what that is. I think their defense is sneaky. Good though. That, that's my, the one thing I really thought about with this bet. Moving on to the commanders at lions in week two commanders coming in one and oh lions are oh and one, but the lions for the first time in, uh, I think it was 22 games or something like that. They are favored by one point at home. The Lions are over the Commanders. You, you're going to give up a point with the Lions. Lions giving up points, Matt. What do you think? 
I like Washington here. Um, I just mentioned I think the Jets' defense is sneaky good, and in a couple of weeks I think we'll realize that. I think Washington's offense is sneaky, maybe really good. And, you know, Curtis Samuel and Dotson, Gibson, let alone McLaurin and a good line. I know Wentz isn't the most popular guy, but that's a big upgrade at quarterback. I, I think Washington's offense scores points, and I'm not big on the Lions' D at all. Plus, the Lions are have some O-line and swift potential injuries I wish we knew more about, but, you know, I, I like Washington here. Wentz, four touchdown passes, 300-plus yards in week one. And I loved what I saw from the rookie wide receiver, Jahan Dotson, that transferred over from college to the NFL. Even though he's not a big guy, those ball skills. I, I love that about him in college. It was like, but he's not big. Is that going to translate? Yeah. It, it's looking like it is translating. Yep. No, I'm a big fan. In uh, Curtis Samuel, if he stays healthy, they have weapons, they have a line, and a quarterback that will get him the football. So even though they're on the road, you're taking the points, the point with the command, the point. Yeah, I'll take the point as well with the Washington commanders here in week two. How about the Carolina Panthers at the New York Giants? Uh, I know he's probably not going to be cheap in your DFS leagues. Uh, Might be a prize picks over, though, for Christian McCaffrey, because what we saw with the Titans last week and Dontrell Hilliard with, you know, if you can't cover Dontrell Hilliard, you're sure not going to be able to cover Christian McCaffrey. So can the Panthers take advantage of the middle of the field and those Giants linebackers? Uh, I'm looking for a big game from CMC. And I know the Giants won in week one, but now they're favored at home. I'm going to take the points with the away Panthers here in week two. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I'm a little shocked they're getting points. I think they're the more talented football team, probably of the better quarterback. Um, I, too, will take the points. And kind of like you said, there better be a mandate from ownership or whoever Get McCaffrey the ball like crazy. I mean, what were you doing in week one? Well, it's funny because he outsnapped just about everybody in the league at running back, yeah, but it yeah. wasn't a, a CMC heavy game plan. Right. I mean, and Barkley was the opposite for the Giants. Just got it over. And over. Oh, they were giving it to him every way they could. And, and yeah. he looked dynamic and looked fast. And you hope that continues. And, and that's a fun running back matchup there here in week two with the Panthers at the Giants. One thing I will say is Baker Mayfield, I don't know if he's the type of quarterback that – wants to check it down to a running back that wants to throw to his tight ends over the middle of the field. He wants to take a little time. He wants to try to chuck it up there, play a little hero ball sometimes. So I wonder if that might not mesh with running backs and tight ends being a huge factor of the offense for the Panthers this year, which is probably not a Panthers win loss record either. And that's going to need to change because you got to get the ball to McCaffrey all the time. Who's next here? Patriots Steelers. We already covered there and the Colts. At Jaguars in the AFC South, uh, the Colts got to win this game if they want to uh, start marching toward a division title. This is not looking like a great division. The Jaguars are at home. The Colts on the road favored by three and a half. I don't feel good enough about the Colts to, to, to not take the points with a home dog here in week two, Matt. Can you talk me out of taking the three and a half points for the Jaguars to at least keep this one close at home? And as we're recording this, Pittman and Pierce are highly questionable. The heat in Jacksonville absolutely will be a factor. Not only am I taking the Jags plus three and a half, but Adam and Eve on a raft, cup of mud, and an upset special. Jags win this one outright. Plus 157 on the money line. Williamson already put a couple bucks on it. I still don't understand the cup of mud thing. This goes I back never to really your, did, but that's okay. 
this goes back to 2005, right? With the uh, oh with, yeah, yeah, with the podcasting days for for those longtime listeners of Matt Williamson. I'm sure they understand. For the new listeners, yeah, <laughs> I don't know either, but I just know that that's an upset special. And Matt Williamson picking the Jaguars straight up over the Indianapolis Colts in Week Two. Love it. The Atlanta Falcons are on the road yeah. at the Los Angeles Rams. The Falcons really played the New Orleans Saints tough, but that was a division foe, a familiar foe. Do the Rams get right after really getting beat down and a lot of rest, 10 days of rest after the opener on Thursday night football against the Bills? Do you expect a bounce back game here from the Rams at home? Uh, I know the betters do. Looking at this line right now at Bet Online, Rams favored by 10. I'm going to lay the points. Uh, I mean, I think Dean Pease having the entire offseason to prepare for New Orleans really masked the lack of talent in Atlanta's defense, especially early in the game. And then that got exposed in the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, I like some things that are going on in Atlanta, but I'll take the Super Bowl champs to rebound big here and drop like 35 points on these guys. Judging by the usage in week one for the Rams of all Cooper Cup and not a lot else. Mm -hmm. Do you put AJ Terrell on Cup? Do you try to limit him? As Cup's much a hard as guy to follow though, because he's in yeah. the slot. He blocks. You know, maybe I put Terrell on Robinson and just try to bracket Cup like bracket. crazy. Okay. Yeah, I like that because Robinson wasn't utilized at all. And if that happens again, I just got to oh. drop him on all my fantasy teams, which stinks because I've got him in a lot of fantasy. <laughs> I own him everywhere too. Yeah, uh, he's a buy low for me in fantasy. Uh, Ten points is too much. Clearly, the Rams are the favorite here for a reason. I think they will bounce back. I don't know if I would put my hard-earned cash on the 10 just because the line is so big. Uh, Rams clearly straight up, but I think there's an opportunity for at least the Falcons to fight and play close. Remember, the Falcons haven't been good, but they haven't just gone completely in the tank either. No, no. Even back to even a different coach and a different quarterback. And we saw it last year. We saw it in week one. So I have a feeling the, the Falcons are just going to keep things a little closer and play some teams tough, even if they're not a good football team this year. So that's what worries me about it. So I might lean toward taking those points just because so many points. I hear you. I hear you. I, a lot. Not, I don't dislike Mariota as much as most people do either. It's a lot of points for a reason, though, too. So that's why oh, talent <laughs> gap you can't get people to bet on the Falcons unless you put the put the line high. So, yeah, why not? Let's go. Cup of mud. No, I don't <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals are at the Dallas Cowboys. Speaking of get-right games, Joe Burrow throwing picks left and right in week one. Was that their preseason game, Matt? Do the Bengals get back on track versus Cooper Rush in the Dallas Cowboys in week two? The Cincinnati Bengals on the road, favored by seven. Gladly laying the seven here, streaming Bengals defense left and right. Low over under, only 41 and a half. Um, I think that was the Bengals' Pre that, that first half or three quarters was the Bengals preseason, you know, and then in the fourth and fifth quarter, Burrow started to look like Burrow. Chase was a uh, an Avenger, and I just think Dallas has way too many problems right now to keep up with. I think it's a really good Bengals team. I got to admit, Matt, I am extremely worried about my team in the Peacock and Williamson uh -oh. Fantasy League. Uh, I didn't like it starting basically with the first pick I made in the, in the draft. It, it was, it, I hated the draft. I didn't like my team after like my team less after week one. And now Justin Herbert, my quarterback goes down. I don't know how many targets um, CD lamb is going to see. Uh, it's just not looking good for me. He's got to CD lamb's got to be more involved than he was last week, but 
there's not a lot of other weapons. It's going to key on him. Right. So um, just a lot of bad with the, with the Dallas Cowboys, except they got Micah Parsons. And if you have that pass rush and you can get after opposing quarterbacks, maybe you can get a couple more of those Joe Burrow interceptions. But yeah, I do think that sort of phase is over for, for Joe Burrow. And uh, I think you got to give up the points here. And I, I don't trust how good the Cowboys are going to be the rest of the way. They could be in, in real big trouble. No, I think they're like a bottom five team right now. One team that's been a bottom five team for a while, the Houston Texans are on the road in Denver. We'll get to that game and Bears Packers coming up next. And of course, you can bet on all of these games at Bet Online, your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports information this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news and podcasts, including this year's week two games. Two Monday nighters. We're going to talk about that in a second as well. Overlapping, kind of a weird thing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, uh, you can bet on any week, actually, all the way through the season. You can bet on which coach is going to be fired. Is it going to be Mike McCarthy now that he doesn't have a quarterback? (laughs) Um, Is it going to be... Uh, who's the, uh, it was, a uh, Matt rules always at the top Matt of the list. Matt rule. Guy. So yeah, right. was. Matt rule was at the top and he got leapfrogged by McCarthy. Ah, okay. That adds up. Sean Payton's looming. Or if you don't want, yeah, exactly. Or if you don't want to go negative, you can, uh, bet on who coach of the year might be tons of props for the NFL season at bet online. And of course, major league baseball, MMA, boxing, Esports, live in-game betting as well that is super fun. So get to Bet Online, your continued source for all your sports wagering information. Get over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online where the game starts. Here we go. Houston Texans at Denver Broncos. Speaking of bounce backs, and yeah, a line of, of 10 points, both the Rams and the Broncos. 0-1 to start the season, favored by 10 at home. What do you think Think about the Broncos bouncing back and, and looking a little bit better than Russell Wilson did against his old team with the Seattle Seahawks? Maybe too soon for a revenge game for Russell Wilson last week. I mean, that's a really difficult situation they walked into, but I was not impressed with how Denver played. I was not impressed with Wilson. I was not impressed with their head coach. But I love that their head coach came out afterwards and said, yeah, I screwed that up. I was wrong, basically, because coaches never say that. They never say that. And yeah. it was a little bit more like, well, of course, we should have gone for it because it, what we did didn't work. But then he also did the same thing where he's like, oh, well, we got to the yard line that we thought when he's like, well, yeah. you, you screwed up. Learn from that. one." And I do think Houston is feisty. And most weeks I would take 10 against Denver, but I'm going to lay the points very reluctantly with the thought of week two in that altitude tackling Javante Williams, who should just be the lead back and looks like a total superstar to me in the fourth quarter is not going to go well for Houston. You know, what was encouraging too, is the one deep ball to Jerry Judy, because you see that speed. And we really hadn't seen that from Jerry Judy. And I was watching his college tape coming out and he was my wide receiver one. It was him and CD lamb and Justin Jefferson for me was three. And I missed on that. Clearly Justin Jefferson, the best wide receiver in that class, but the separating factor between Judy and CD lamb for me was that Judy's got some speed and he's got some juice and you'd see him take a slant to the house and hit that seam. And I hadn't really seen that burst from Jerry Judy 
in the in the Broncos offense. And it was really nice to see that. And if Russell yeah. Wilson can utilize that speed and some more catch and run stuff and and get Jerry Judy along with you know the bigger body Cortland Sutton on the other side, and they've got some talent everywhere on the field. And then you've got Brandon Cooks that could, you know get shadowed by Patrick Sertan, who's one of the best young corners in the league. I just really don't like how the Texans match up. So if you got to go to one side, I've got to give up the 10 and think the Broncos get right here at home and could potentially go big on the Texans. Yeah, and I might bet heavy against the Broncos in week three, but I just think the altitude and how they're set up really works well. Fourth quarter should belong to Denver. And just kind of forgetting about the oddities of week one, too. Right, right, exactly. About the Bears and Packers, the one and O Bears at the O and one Packers, which is a little bit of a surprise. And again, another team that faltered in Week One that is now favored big to bounce back and win by guess how many points? Ten, Matt, against the away Bears. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers getting back on track here against uh, the team that Aaron Rodgers has part ownership in? <laughs> I don't love the number. I mean, I'm expecting. An under game, a lot of running from Green Bay. I'm super high on Green Bay's defense, and I think they'll do much better against Chicago. But, man, you're right. I mean, Rodgers owns these guys. The Bears may end up with seven points in this game or nine points in this game. I'll lay the 10 in Green Bay, but this is a stay away for me. This, Yeah, this has all the makings of, uh, of a blowout to me, of the Packers beating the Bears. 10 points is tough just because yeah. of how bad and disjointed the offense looked like in Green Bay in week one. But getting Alan Lazard back is huge. Something. The yeah. game, I think he's going to be clearly – it was Sammy Watkins last week that led it, but it was Sammy, the two rookies. Uh, you know, it, it was – it was there was no identity. I think Rodgers is going to go to 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 Allen just early and often. The defense is going to play better. I think they're going to give the ball to Aaron Jones – he carried the ball five times in a week. I know. That's kind of like the McCaffrey thing. Like, come on, you get your guy the ball. Right. You can't do that. And he had almost 50 yards on those five carries. Get him involved. And so um, I think the Packers are going to go big. Uh, but the Bears are feisty. The, the Bears, I think, got something right with their new coaching staff. And I did too. The talent is not there. I was impressed. Um, there still needs to be a lot of growth for their young quarterback in, in Justin Fields. But he can make some throws. He can make some plays with his legs. If they're in it late – uh, I think that'll be a fun game to watch. I just don't know if they're going to be in it late and the Packers could run away with it early. But if the Bears are close and the Packers can't figure this thing out on offense, it might be a longer season for the Packers than we realize. But I do, I, I will put my money that they're going to get things right here in week two. I mean, as you know, the weather in week one didn't allow the Bears' pass protection to be exposed as much as it will. Yeah. I think the Packers get five to eight sacks. And we'll finish it up here on Monday Night Football. We already talked Vikings-Eagles on yesterday's program, so let's get to the early Monday night game. It's the Titans at the Bills, and I don't like this overlapping No, what's up with that? Monday night thing at all. Like, start one game in the afternoon if you have to, but uh, uh, for the Pacific timers, it's 4.15 Pacific and then a 5.30 Pacific start. So maybe right. if the first game is just like – you know, a snoozer, then you turn, turn tune into the second one. And I think I do like Vikings at Eagles more than I like Titans at Bills. That's why Vikings Eagles is part of our six pack yesterday. We like mm -hmm. that game better, but Bills Titans could be good too. And I don't like having to pick. I hate that part. I mean, 
you you talk Western, I talk Eastern. Can't we start one at seven and one at nine? You know, like you have an overlap a little, but not by this much. Um, I'm very down on the Titans and Titan fans. Let me know about that. I understand. I think the Bills blow their doors off at home. You know, that's the Bills home opener on Monday night. I mean, I know it's not super late, but I think the Bills mafia will be pretty lubed up for that one. Many tables will be broken, Matt, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. on Monday night. And I'm down on the Titans as well. I, you know, I don't like their ability aside from really. Yeah, it's it's Simmons and, and what else with no Harold Landry now getting right. after the quarterbacks uh, on offense. They're, you know, they're they're leaning on rookies. And if it's not rookies, was it Austin Hooper going to come save the day? So I'm just not sure. And you can really key on Derrick Henry. And he might make some big plays, but they're just not built to score with the Buffalo Bills. So I, I got to give up the points here. There's really no other way to go. Yeah, I don't like a lot of these 10-point lines, but that's the one I probably like right. the best. There's like four or five of them this week. There's Yeah, there's too many, and yeah. they're not all going to hit. But no. if, if one's going to hit, it's probably the Bills. Just I mean, they, they were just scary with what they can do on offense and defense this year. I think they're more equipped to blow teams out than yes. the Packers, who are a 10-point, or Denver, you know, 10-point, you know? Right, and you got a little bit of a deflated Titans team coming in. Home opener for the Bills. The crowd lubed up Brutal. as well. So, yeah, it's, it's not a good uh, situation for Tennessee this week. But they could show something here. And it's a big week for them to prove that they belong and they're going to be back at the top of the uh, AFC South, which they should be. They should be competing for it at least because that division is eminently winnable. It is. All right, there we go. Those are the games in week two. It should be a whole bunch of fun. And, of course, as we do, Matt and I will be back Monday to break it all down right here. Peacock and Williamson. <laughs> 